trust my prerogative. I made this mother, you did Right, Ted? We out of here. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it's Everybody talking all the stuff about me. Make my own decisions. It's my own.
all them songs that's turning 35 and 40 and 30. And it's like, shit, I remember. Damn, I remember I was in the fifth grade when these songs came out. Like, all of it. I'm like, sheesh. Bria put one on her page where it was uh, the girl groups and the ones that went solo and the, the songs that they made. Mm -hmm. It was pretty nice. Some of them I didn't know had went solo. Just the right crunch, the silence of Sunday scary. This is an old school ass song. And I know this, no, this song is about to play. And I know this song old as shit. Like, this song got to be turning about 40 years old. Not even 40, but a good 30 something years old. Oh my God. That was shit. Everybody, we used to sing this shit. Everybody used to sing this shit, and it was like, what the fuck ever happened to them? Like,. Somebody's gotta say it when well, we all gonna say it. It's your girl, the HBIC, the queen of podcasts in the land. Be Christine. What up, y'all? Hey, hey, Mama C back in the house. What's happening? What's happening? As y'all know, I've been on hiatus for a long time. I had some things going on. I'm gonna tell you what was going on. So, I lost my job at UH. Um, and it was to my fault because I stopped caring. I quit going to work on time, all that shit. Um, and you know how that go. When you're tired of places, you kind of just don't give a fuck no more. Um, but 
I ended up getting another job. I'm still in cleaning. I'm not at the hospital anymore. I'm at the nursing home. Um, Shady Oaks. Um, and I also had to find uh, uh, I had to find my music. And I'm starting over from scratch. Not even starting over from scratch. I'm just starting again. And um, you'll hear certain familiar voices every now and again. But for the most part, it's just going to be me and whoever else decides to show up. Um, but it'll always be me and somebody. It won't be just me by myself talking. Um, a whole, whole, whole lot has been going on since I recorded my last show back in September. And that was the last show I recorded. Um, we did a morning show. And it was me and Denise. It was the last, yeah. That was the last show I actually recorded and put out. Um... But now I'm back. This is season five. And now you're back. From my outer space. Um, so, like I said, a lot has gone on. A lot of things are being uncovered. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. We ain't going to be able to get it all in one show tonight, but we're going to really get to it. I'm going to start off with one show a week, and we're going to build from there. Uh, so... Let's get it popping. Um, so, of course, we we're doing hot topics because a lot of hot topics have been going on for a long time. Um, I'm going to say, off top, I stand with Kanye and everybody else who was on his side. Um, Kanye got read. Yeah. Kanye, Kyrie, Jaguar, Jaguar, right? We definitely gonna talk about her. She been dropped. We talked about her a little bit last season, or even the season before that. It might have been season, season three yeah. when she first came out with her brother died, and she went off on everybody, and then she fell back for a while. Now she's back, and she's telling even, she's telling even more than what she was telling before. And motherfuckers is mad at her now. She's starting to get death threats and shit like that. But the one thing we must all understand is that lady was lying. They will all be trying to sue her. Not kill her. Sue her. Because that would be defamation of character. So if none of these people are coming out saying, no, this bitch lying, I'm getting my lawyer, yeah, da, 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 that means she not lying. She's telling whole ass truths. Everybody. Oh, everybody from Diddy to Jay Z to Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys, Jill Scott, Mary Jane, Erica Badu, all of these. Mm. A lot of the stuff we we kind of already knew, but hearing it from somebody who was in the industry confirm it. It's a reason them people leave the industry. It's the reason that people go sit out and, and not give a fuck whether their music get played or whatever, because they got their own little small fan base, so they can still go and do a, a little small concert and right. get paid. But they don't want to deal with all the fuckery that's going on in the industry, and now the industry, both Hollywood and the music industry, are now starting to be exposed at a super high level to the point where there's no, like, if you kill her, we're going to know off top what she was saying was true because you don't kill nobody that ain't telling the truth. Because she also said if you kill me 
my stuff still gonna get out. Truth still gonna be told. Cause everybody gonna keep playing it over you and over again. Cause everybody gonna try to figure out which one of them niggas killed. Yep. You come at me, I got shit for you. So, cause the other day I was listening to her on one of the podcasts, and she, when I said she was emphatic about it, she was, and she said it to Jay Z. If I'm lying on you, come for me. Sue me, kill me. Do whatever you gonna do. The truth still gonna come out. Pretty she much. said it several times. And we she are in the it. age of Aquarius, so what y'all had and will come to the light. But the thing is, a lot of this shit has been in the light. People just choose not to look at the light. They choose to keep going with what they're doing. Like I said, as a musician, rapper, Jay-Z is great. But his shit behind the scenes is fucked up. Wait a minute, he ain't that great and he been stealing people's shit. They been stealing people's shit for the longest. Yeah. Cameron them called him out on that shit years, years ago. Years ago. Nobody paid attention. No, we paid attention. We all saw it. But nobody was... He was so high up that nobody would give a fuck. Half his hot-ass lines came from Big Daddy Kane, Slick Rick, Biggie. Like, hell, you even did it. You even covered me and my girlfriend with Beyonce, the Tupac song. So you covered other people's shit. Hell, Drake doing the same thing. He trying to pay people not to put their music out because he want to use it and put it out. So my whole thing is the, the rappers that y'all hold near and dear put on the pedestal. that y'all put on the pedestal can't rap for real. Like, they pay people to write their shit for them. It's not a, a oh, you know, like, and that's why, because Kendrick Lamar dropped one of the hottest motherfucking albums last year. And he didn't get much play from it either. And he won't strictly because he's not, he's not with the fuckery. He's not with the fuckery, and he's calling all them niggas out on their shit because he writes his own shit. He speaks from, like he said, I speak from my soul. Y'all niggas speak off the meds, meaning y'all drug the fuck up talking that shit. Y'all not speaking from a place of love. That's why I like that song, Purple Hearts. Shut the fuck up when you hear love talk. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know, y'all like that shit. Y'all like them doped up niggas. That's why y'all think future is the shit. Because y'all like junkies. Did you know they was trying to say that future really didn't fuck with lean and all that that he's a college boy he didn't fuck with that shit for real so that mean he was just saying some shit to make some money uh-huh but the way he talking the way he act makes me believe that he really do fuck with that shit yeah. like they fuck with that shit it's just you know it's the hard part and a lot of people don't know that the hard part wasn't even None of them, them that songs, none of them songs, the hard part, none of them are ever on the albums. Those are just singles. Okay. Like, you're not going to find those on none of his albums. Because that song ain't even on his new album, Mr. Morale and, and the Big Steppers. That song is not on that album. When he made that, when he did the hard part four, Don't Tell a Lie on Me and I Won't Tell the Truth About You, that's not on the album. 
he always put the heart part out before he drop an album. And that's basically giving you a glimpse of what he's going to be talking about on his album. When he came and dropped the two songs with Baby King, that was him letting y'all know, I'm on my way back out. I'm coming. But everybody was so enthralled with Drake. And I'm like, Drake didn't drop the same album three years in a row. And y'all still like, oh my God, Drake is the best. No, he's not. I've never thought of Harvey Graham is a great actor. That's why he can act at playing a rapper. He's not a real rapper. If you know anything about zones and anything like that, there was never a zone six in Ontario. That's Atlanta slang. So when you get to talking about, oh, I'm from the six. I'm from the six. No, no you're, you're not. not. You're not even from Atlanta. You're from Ontario, Canada, Toronto. Like you're not from. Yeah, yeah. You was born here. Then your mama took your ass on over to Canada. Your your black roots is from Mississippi, not Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee. So and then your daddy was part of Grand Central Station. Your uncle was say, Larry Graham. I remember them trying to say when he first came out that his daddy was a pimp. His daddy, he said that. His daddy had to come out and correct him like, no, I was not. Me. And he didn't start from nobody. I was there all the time. He came and visited me and his mother split, but he came to me for summers. That's how he got his black card from being in the, in the, in the South with his daddy. But at the same time, you have the connection. And you have the money from the Jewish side. So at the end of the day, and me and just a I ain't gonna father. say I ain't gonna say his name. I'm gonna say me and Frank sat and talked about this when the whole thing was going on with Kanye, Kyrie, and all of that. And he he made a, a a point to me that made perfect sense. The hottest rapper in the game is a mixed Jew. It's a reason they put him. Yeah. He's light skinned. They he know. Fits the mold. Yeah, he fits the mold because they tried it with Eminem and black folks. No, period. Yeah, M cool, but no, no, you would never crown him king of hip hop. So they're trying to set Drake up to where they could crown him king of hip hop, but you can't be but crowned king not. of hip hop when you don't write your own shit. And that's what I've been saying the whole time. And that, but see, the younger people. And this wasn't, you know who this is from. This wasn't from no young person. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, because, you know, Fuzzy going to believe what he want to believe. Fuzzy, but again, you also got to think of how these people came into hip-hop. A lot of these people didn't grow up listening to hip-hop like I did because my parents was younger. Their parents were still into R&B and all of that shit, so they wasn't listening to rap. Like, even with kids. He was saying that he got when he really got into hip hop, Biggie was the rapper to him. Now, don't I'm not gonna say that Biggie wasn't good, wasn't good. but, but again, the no only way he became great was because of his first of all, who was backing his music, which was Puff, also the fact that he died, he, he got fame by proxy. Had he not died at the same time Pac did, Biggie wouldn't be a legend. Right. Had he died a few years later after he was able to really truly make his mark, yeah, you could call him a legend. Now, them, them two, three albums that he had, them bitches was fire. 
Like I had to literally go back in and listen to Ready to Die years later. That was one of the that was one of the coldest ones for me. But no, to me, Life After Death was the coldest one. The double CD. That was the coldest one to me. When I first listened to Ready to Die, none of the songs that were on the radio were on that album. Because they were all remixes. Puff knew what he was doing. So when you heard these songs, it wasn't the rock. When you get the album, you're like, what the fuck? Where's the songs from the radio? Right. But they wasn't on there. You had to literally go about like singles and shit like that. So when I first had Ready to Die, I threw it away. Because the so- only, only two songs that was on there that was actually from the radio was Who Shot You and um, the other one. What's the other one? Um, it was Who Shot You and um, the one that he was talking about the niggas was trying to rob him. Damn, niggas want to stick me for my paper. Them was the only two songs that was on the CD that was actually on on the album. The other, Juicy, the beat was different. Uh, One More Chance, the beat was different. Like, he used all these different beats. Puffy knew what he was doing. I need to get everybody to like him. So use these beats. When he gave him and Tume, rap over this. Like I said, I don't really fuck with Puff on his outside shit, but Puff the musical genius. The, is a musical genius. Like, he bit a lot of people's shit, but it made them people relevant yeah. because people, what, under, what, people what, understand old shit. Like, when Mary J sung uh, Sweet Thing, It brought in the older crowd to get you to like that shit. When Biggie rapped over Juicy, Juicy Fruit, that brought in the older people to fuck with him. One more chance. That was a, the bars hit. They brought he brought them people in. Them people was like, okay, let me listen to what the fuck he was talking about. That's why I say when you heard them on the radio, and then you went to go buy the actual album, and you realize. Oh shit! Ain't none of these songs on the album. Like I said, I threw the album. What? The album. You done paid for it. I thought, well, I didn't pay for it. I got it through Columbia House. But I was like 13, 14 years old. Like they didn't care who you was. Just send the shit in, and we gonna send you your shit. And we just gonna send you a bill. Bill never got paid. Bill never got paid. No, I'm quite sure that was on a lot of people's credit back in the day. Yeah. But you know. Everybody go out of business. Columbia House. Basically, I would say this: being that a lot of people don't buy hard copies of actual CDs and stuff no more, and then they didn't even have everything. Yeah, they didn't have everything. Like they didn't have all the albums they were supposed to. They had what was popular amongst the others. They didn't have a black Columbia house that gave you all the black folks' music. They only gave you the black folks' music that was relevant to them at the time. When the streaming services came in and YouTube and all that, you could find everybody's fucking music. Especially if the streaming service got the right to use it. Yeah. Like, because me being a, a title member, it was certain albums that I looked for and couldn't find. 
in my first couple of years of being a title member. By the end of it, everybody that I was looking for was there. Was there. Like, in chat. I couldn't find Love Struck on there. They didn't have that album at all on there. The album's called Utopia or something like that. They didn't have that album on there at all. Hell, they didn't have Tamiya's album on there. But now the album is on there. Like, it was like Title had rights to some shit to use. But the record labels just gave them what they wanted to give them to use. Just to keep them relevant. Yeah, but everybody's musical catalog wasn't fully on there. Right. Like, um, who else? Tamiya. Prince. No, all Prince's shit was on there. All of it? All of it was on there for the simple fact Prince's music, Prince, Kanye, and Jay-Z's music helped start Title. That was the whole reason of starting Title in the first place. When Prince got his masters, finally, that's when he snatched all oh, his music up. off of every platform. Y'all gonna pay me to use my sh- to listen to my shit. You couldn't find Prince on iHeartRadio. You couldn't find Prince on Pandora. Nothing that Prince wrote. Nothing that Prince performed. Nothing. You wouldn't even if somebody sampled his shit or even did a remake. No, you're not gonna find it unless you go to Title and pay for it. It took maybe two years after Prince died for all his music to get back out onto the other streaming platforms. But that was after Jay-Z had made all the money that he could make off that shit because he even sold Prince's shit. Of course. He even sold Prince's shit. They had that only entertainment news. Yeah. That he sold his shit. Yeah. I forget what label he sold. That's how he became a billionaire. But he still don't own his master. You're a billionaire, but you don't own your own master. Matter of fact, no. I take that back. Jay-Z do own his own masters. He sold Kanye's masters. So Kanye can't own his own masters. Yeah. That's why Kanye do the shit that he do and say the shit that he do about Jay. Because he know Jay screwed him. Fuck me, you are a big brother who screwed me. Period. And then put him in that punk-ass contract that he can't do shit else. But that's also on Kanye too, though, yeah. because nigga, you so busy in your ego, you didn't even bother to read the fucking prime print. And your mother was a college professor, English, literature. So therefore, you should know better. But again, you the thirst for fame, fame monster. Hell, Chris Brown had a whole album called Fame Monster. Hold on, so you know Kanye that got married again. To who? I saw that run across my, my Twitter, but I never opened a it up. Chicken just like Kim Kardashian. But that's the thing to have. In order for him to even stay in the status that he's, he can't have a black woman for real. And because the black woman ain't going to deal with a lot of that bullshit. She ain't going to fuck with them, with them Kardashians on the level of that, him being able to deal with his kids. Because they're going to check the shit out of him. Yeah. This album. Been on the charts for 10 fucking years. High on the charts for 10 fucking years. They just gave him his his flowers for this shit last week. Damn. Mad City. Good Kid, Mad City. That album has been on the Billboard Top 100s for 10 years straight. Not Drake. Not Nicki. Kendrick Lamar. This is why I say I don't give a shit about 
these niggas talking that shit about oh Kendrick ain't hot. Uh, y'all favorite rappers. He just say out the way. Y'all favorite rappers ain't like this. Wait a minute, Jaguar Lane said some shit about Megan Thee Stallion the other day. Oh, that though, we gonna talk about that too. She said, you out here acting like you gangster, you got a couple of bullet fragments in your foot. Bitch, I been shot, shot. That's the thing, Megan was never shot. Rock Nation had to find a doctor that they can pay to even say that she had got shot. That's why the, the, the case took so fucking long to go to court. They couldn't find a doctor that was signing his shit over. And the fact that that boy's daddy is going off. He's going at him. He not playing. He dead ass serious. Y'all screwed my fucking son because he wouldn't give y'all his music. Yep. He said, but Jay-Z, he, he, no, he said Sean Carter. You better see me. Mm-hmm. Not done with you. So that means he done met with that man before. For that man to be able to call him by his name like that, you done met with that man before. And obviously the meeting didn't go the way Mr. Carter wanted it to. Go. He didn't get what he wanted. So he set this shit the same way he set the shit up with Rihanna and Chris Brown. But that shit was to set Rihanna up here. They spent that shit same yeah. way they spent it with... Megan. Megan had glass in her fucking foot. That's why would no reputable doctor sign off saying she got shot. Because the original story that came out when TMZ dropped it, she had glass in her fucking foot. After a drunken fight, and it didn't say with Tory Lanez, it just said after a drunken fight. At the Kardashians. At the Kardashians' house. After they parked. So at the end of the day, if you were there to catch that original story, you knew the truth. That's why wasn't nobody falling for that shit. And Cause her, bitch, you got on Gail in line. Five fucking times your story changed talking to Gail, bitch. She should have did your ass like R. Kelly and had your ass up there crying motherfucking exactly. tears. Exactly. But Gail was with that shit. They paid Gail to do with the, yeah. again, Rock Nation's head bitch is a snitch that Jay-Z had to pay Donald Trump to get this bitch a presidential part. Yeah, you know Donald Trump, I don't give a fuck. That, why you think, no, not even that, why you think none of them, you, if you paid attention, none of the four years that Donald Trump was in office, even when he was running for president, Jay-Z never opened up his mouth and, and said nothing me. bad about that man. Snoop even shut the fuck up because at first he was calling him all kind of clowns and this is that third until he yeah. realized I need this motherfucker to get Harry O out of jail. Yeah. He needed Harry O so he could go ahead and take over Death Row. Mm -hmm. Harry O was the original founder of Death Row. Okay. But they didn't say that. They always said she was not. But Harry O was one of the original founders of Death Row Records. Harry O ended up going to jail. That's how Suge Knight took over like he did. So now, I done got Harry O out. I own Death Row Records now. He's making it to where everybody, everybody, getting, everybody getting their shit. But look at what all he had to go through to get there. They tried to get him so many. 
So it is what it is. It's like y'all doing the most. All the industry's so-called secrets is now starting to come out. But the thing out. is, if you really paid attention to the industry, even back then before there was a, a, a world star hip-hop, before it was in... Hell, Wendy Williams was telling everything. That's why they shut her. That's why they doing her like they do now. Plus the fact the bitch said on live TV, I ain't taking that vaccine. To Dr. Oz, it was motherfuckers. I'm not taking that. Yep. And they wanted her to say, I'm going to take it so other people will take it. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. All of a sudden, now the bitch is losing her fucking mind. And looking like, holy hell. They make sure they take the worst. But they're doing her like they did John Rivers. Yeah. See, John Rivers knew all the white folks' information. Wendy knew all the black folks' information. You can't step against their shit. Yeah. You go along or you get gone. Pretty much. One way or the other. Pretty much. That's how that shit go. And it's fucked up to watch. But once your eyes is open, and, and it's kind of fucking who's talking about that in, in our little Zoom meeting or whatever. And my girl L said it. Like, I had to step back because I realized I wasn't enjoying what I'm supposed I'm not enjoying my human experience because I see through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. But me, certain shit I still enjoy. But I still call bullshit bullshit. Yeah. And on some, it's just me. I can't listen to it. Knowing the background and looking through the bullshit, seeing through the bullshit, I cannot support you knowing that you doing what you're doing or done what you've done. And not trying to rectify what the fuck you did. And we're going to clear up one thing. Um, that R. Kelly song that everybody was like, oh my God, they dropped. That shit was already made before he even went to jail. He only released it on YouTube. Whoever is running his estate or whatever, they released that song. But that song had already been released. Like they said, the girl had the baby just recently. And the baby's supposed to be his. There is no baby. Shit be real. They be making up shit. That's why I say you gotta be real careful. That girl's father came out and said she she wasn't pregnant. She didn't have no baby. He don't even know where the fuck she's at. He don't know if she's like, he just trying to find out if his daughter is alive. Nigga, you sent your daughter to R. Kelly. You know the fuck she alive. Nigga, she ain't fucking with you because she know you pimped her sorry ass out. Simple as that. And I don't even think, because they were saying that she had put all this shit out on social media and sent all these pictures. That was not her. That They found out that that page, that mm-hmm. account, mm-hmm. was fake. It wasn't her. It never helped. Now this song right here, This is most black men who got raised by their fathers in the in the, the 80s and 90s. They daddies didn't know how to be daddies. Not even know how to be daddies. You got to think a lot of them was raised by older men who said, you know. Yeah, like when you listen to the words of this song, it's like, damn. 
they're not going to really play that, play that. They're not going to play that album, period, because that album is spiritual. And that's what I told people. You didn't hear it because it wasn't meant for you to hear that message. Yeah. Only those who were supposed to hear that heard it. Heard it. And you can try to get other people to listen to it, but if they ain't ready, they're not going to hear it. They could be sitting right there listening to it, but they're not listening to it. He said his daddy raised him with all the shit that he had to realize. I fucked up because everything that he didn't want him to be, he turned out, he turned out to be. And the fact that he's a very, very intelligent. For slavery, but this is the problem. You gotta prove that you was a slave. You gotta prove that your great great grandmother or great great granddaddy or whoever. And how many got proof of that? But that's why I say you're gonna learn the truth in trying to go for that money. You're gonna find out you ain't a slave. Your grandparents, great grandparents weren't slaves, they were Native Americans. And they don't want to give that to y'all because they know they're going to have to give y'all more than some fucking money. They're going to have to cough up this goddamn land because it ain't theirs. Lake Erie, owned by Native Americans. They got swindled out of their shit from white folks. They've been getting swindled since they came over here. They allowed, they gave them land that they wasn't using. White folks wasn't satisfied with that. They wanted more, so they came across Manifest Destiny and all that shit. The Trail of Tears was about Native Americans. black Native Americans. Yeah. 
all of these tribes that were small, because it was well over two, three hundred tribes. If you look at the old map of all the Native American tribes that were in that was in America, they were all over. You had the big ones, but they still had little ones. So what happened with the little ones was white folks coming through, they killed their men. The, or the men that didn't get killed ran to the other the tribes with they women and children that were left that didn't get raped, that didn't get killed, shit like that, or didn't get snatched to become a slave. Because that's how they got them there. So yeah, they brought a, a smidgen of, of African slaves over here, but not like they say. And white folks is even calling that shit out now, like because everybody is realizing it don't even sound like this big ass story that y'all been telling us all these years. But if all of this happened, why have y'all not paid them for their, their, why have you not given them their restitution? You're giving everybody You're else. giving everybody else restitution that we had nothing to fucking do with. That wasn't here. That was not here. You know, and I've been thinking the last few weeks since the Ukraine, all this shit with Ukraine started up. And they giving them all this money. That was to bring more white folks into the country. Yeah. Because again. And they giving them huge amounts of money. But again, this all goes back to them being the minority in the country now. Yeah. And they know they dying off. Not even dying off just yet. Just knowing that they're really knowing like that they're the minority in this country and they're losing their power in this country. They need more whites to come over to help them keep power over here. But what I was gonna say was, you know, they starting back up with all this shit, like uh, Shriners Hospital and St. Jude's and all that. They never shit. stopped. They eased up a little bit. No, they didn't. It depends on what you're watching. Yeah. If you're watching regular TV, they on that bitch. Every commercial that come on is St. Jude's and goddamn Shriners. And there's some other little... And on YouTube. Oh, the, 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 the uh, veterans shit. They're trying to get you to send money to, to the, the veterans. To the veterans, yeah. Here's my thing. Why the government ain't taking care of Because they're sending our money... Taxpayers' money, y'all paying taxes to send to these motherfuckers is coming over. They either over there or over here, and they're getting thousands a month plus the food stamps, plus the medical. Uh -huh. They paying for their schooling. They don't have to fill out all them motherfucking pills. Oh, not and at shit. all. Not at all. Oh, you from Ukraine? Come here, on. take this. I've That's even it. so much, even on Facebook dating, I've seen Ukrainians on there. And they trying to get with black women. And it's like, no. As soon no. as I see you, no. X. X. You got some idiot ass X. black women that's doing that shit. And them bitches deserve every fucking thing that they get. Period. Like, just like the black women over in Africa. They start fucking with them Chinese. They get what they, they get. And they getting pregnant by them. And then they just leave them. To take care of their babies whatever way they can. But again, you set you yourself, set yourself up, up for you that. You set bullshit. yourself up for that. Like, period. I can't blame them. Y'all fell for that shit. Y'all let it happen. Yeah. 
trying to make that come up. Another thing we're going we gonna to touch bases on this season, and bitches going to be mad at me, but I'm coming after y'all hoes. It's time to take accountability for the shit that y'all doing. Us as black women, yeah, we done went through a whole lot, but a lot of shit could have been avoided. A whole lot of shit could have been avoided. A lot of women, and that's why I put that prayer up. Because a lot of women in our in our lives, and that's with all black women, especially in the, the 60s, 70s, shit like that, even now, some, even now, some black women choose to settle for shit and let their kids go through hell so they don't have to get up and go to work. Or they don't have to work as hard. But look what you're showing your kids. And they're, they're following in your footsteps and they're... Showing their kids that that's what love is, and that's what you're supposed to do. And that's bullshit. Like even with my grandmother's kids, only two that's really married is Uncle Butch and I, Brenda. Terry was married for a hot second. My daddy never put a ring on nobody's finger. Um. Aunt Miosha and Aunt Miche never got married. Well, you know, both of them is lesbians. But they ain't married no But they ain't either. married no woman either. Like, they don't want that. They saw that shit growing up. Like, my grandmother being that it was the 50s and 60s, for a black woman to have kids like that and... No husband. They didn't want to be on welfare. They didn't want to deal with none of that. So what they did was... Marry a man who would mistreat them, dog them, dog they other kids, just to have a place for them and their kids to stay. Yeah. And shit like that. And, and in turn, they fucked up the generations up under them. Hence why my grandmother always said, don't y'all do that shit. Even my grandma, even Josephine said that shit. Don't you do that shit. Don't you go get married young. And that's why we have to tell people, like, it ain't the fact that, oh, black women just don't. No, we were told not to by women who went through that shit. Go live your life and become who you want to become before you commit your life to a man. Because once you commit your life to that man, you're committed to that man. Don't do that to yourself just yet until you're ready to do so. And that's basically, that's why most black, that's why black men now are having such a hard time. Because, see, black women are going to do the work. They're going to heal themselves and heal their generations. Black men refuse to do it because of their egos. Some of them are going to do it, but not enough rate to where we could, makes a difference. that makes a difference that we could really get together and be a unit. So everybody want to point the fingers at everybody, black women especially, want to point the fingers, but y'all not looking in the mirror. Right. Because a lot of that shit y'all allow, so y'all don't have to do what the fuck you need to do. You want shit given to you, but you don't want to work for it. I was told by men in my life never to give a man full control over you. That didn't come from a woman. That came from the men in my life because they know the shit they've done. You don't give nobody, and that's for a man or a female. You don't give nobody else power over you. Well, you afraid to think for yourself. You afraid to make a move. Especially when you got kids. You 
never give nobody that much power over you. And a lot of women know that now because they've been through it. Yeah. Or they've watched it. Again, the older women told me. And that's another thing that we as women have gotten to the point where they don't listen to the elders. They have no respect for the elders. And I even talk about just your range of elders. Because your range of elders, look how they act. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to say their names, but when you trying to twerk like Cardi B and you're in your 60s and you're a grandmother, something is wrong. That means you didn't mature. You out here trying to live like you're 30, and don't get me wrong, it's good to have that energy. But you're supposed to give out wisdom, not showing a young girl to do fuck shit. You know, I was looking through my memories on Facebook, and I started saying this shit like seven, eight years ago. I started reaching out to the younger women, Mm -hmm. like my old students and Mm -hmm. shit. Be out here fighting over no motherfucking nigga. Pretty much. Don't be out here letting the motherfucker do whatever they want to you. Love yourself first. But if they grew up without knowing how to love themselves or even wanting to learn how to love love themselves, they grew up thinking that this is what love is. Love is what I say my mama do. And if I say my mama being petty as fuck and ignorant as hell, then that's what the fuck I'm going to do. And taking ass whoopings. Because remember when we stayed on Lakeview. That's the key factor. Taking ass whoopings. When, uh, what's her name? Wine. Corky was whooping yeah. her ass. And I'm like, why are you taking it? Why are you accepting this bullshit? Well, if he didn't hit me, I didn't think he loved me. Where the fuck did you get that from? My mama. But your mama ain't got no man either. Now, somebody sent this post to me, and I've been seeing this post ever since everybody got mad at R. Kelly. Because before then, wasn't nobody speaking on this shit. Um, it said, I don't know what high school girl under 18 needs to hear this, but that grown man doesn't think you're mature. For your age. Women his age just see the bum in him and he's a predator. Tell on. Y'all know how many of y'all granddaddies was predators? Y'all came from a long line of predators. Old men always find young women to keep going. That's why old men is still reproduced. It was acceptable. It's still acceptable to this day. If that man got money, I'm going to sell my daughter to this man. Hence why R. Kelly got in trouble for all these young bitches that he had because their mothers and fathers sold them to him. And we've been saying since this shit came out, if he got to go to jail, get that mama, that daddy, that but again, all we're not things. going to prosecute the families because if we do, that's going to stop all of our shit. If a parent know they go to jail for child endangerment, for sending their child to a sexual predator, which is basically child trafficking, all you trafficking your own yeah. that you carry, that you, because you don't want to work. Y'all knew R. Kelly was a nasty motherfucker. We all knew that shit back in the day. 
And when TP2, that's why I say when TP2 dropped, we were 17 years old, 17 going on 18 when 12 Play 2 came out. Every girl wanted R. Kelly to fill on their boot. R. Kelly was still fine at the time. Yeah. Yeah, he might have been 30 some odd years old. But he didn't but look 30, he didn't something, look 30 years something years old. He looked like the R. Kelly that came out with public announcements. Yeah. Simple. Listen, when I was 15, 16 years old, I had motherfuckers. Matter of fact, before I was 15, because this is when I was at Empire. 18, 19 year old motherfuckers was picking me up from school in the car, in the nice little car. When I was 16, 17 years old, I was fucking with a 36 year old grown ass. And I see, that's where we differ because, nigga, if you old enough to be my motherfucking daddy, I'm not fucking with you. I don't have daddy issues that deep where I'm gonna fuck with you and I'm 18, 19. Regardless of whatever, nigga, I don't want your money. Oh, that's nasty. I always thought that. Like, I had limits of how far I would go with my age range. Like, when I was 18, 19, 25 was as far as I was going because once you get over there, I don't want you. You old me. Now, the older I got, the, the age, went, the up age went up some. But for the most part, like, even now, I won't fuck with a 60-year-old man. Nigga, you old enough to be my daddy. I'm not fucking with you. Listen, I'm damn near 60, and I don't fuck with no 60-year-old motherfuckers. Again, I don't want that. Because, see, you're looking you for... you can't give me what I need. You're looking for a I young girl to take care of you. I'm not going to take care of your old ass. If you didn't settle your ass down and find that bitch when you were supposed to, shit out of fucking you love. shit out of fucking love. Take your ass on and go on about your motherfucking business. Period. I don't want no old ass, man. Period. And that's just how I feel about that. I don't want no old ass man, old men give you worms, and I'm sticking with that. Especially when I was 15. I used to say, how old niggas like, damn, baby girl, what's your name? 5 to 10, nigga, get the fuck out of my face. there it is. Like, I ain't got to pull my ID out for you. I ain't got to do none of that shit, nigga. No, you're going to go to jail. Go away from me. And I told you no from the jump street. So, no. When you go to jail, don't be like, well, she enticed me and she lied to me. No, I told you the truth. You wouldn't let it go. You followed me down the street. You would move on. Go on about your business, you old nasty bastard. Listen, I was 12 years old, walking home from school, and the motherfucker pulled up in a gold Cadillac and was like, damn, baby girl. Baby girl is the operative word here. Baby girl. The funny part, the person who sent me that, because you've been fucking with a grown-ass man since your ass was 12, 13 years old. I'm not going to say the name, but I'll tell you after the show is over. But you've been fucking with them, them, them the type of niggas you fuck with. So you sending me that post, it's either you laughing secretly to yourself or you realize you fucked up. And now that you have one girl, you don't want your girl to fall into that same predicament. Luckily, she was smart enough to where she did but she almost did. But you gotta be careful about where you raise your children. And how you raise your children and who they fucking fathers is. Because if their father is still out there in the streets trying to be a young nigga, he ain't gonna be no good to raise none of them motherfucking kids. Or he'll try to be mad and want to kill a motherfucker, but look what you're doing. He, hell, he don't even want to be mad to kill the niggas. He ain't opened up 
shit. How much money you get? Let me get a couple dollars. Simple. Hell, with my father, he was mad about my sister's baby daddy and how she just let him be there and he a bum and this and that third. And I had to turn but around. But you did the same shit. And that's what shit. I told him. I said, dude, you ain't showing no different. And he looked at me. You didn't. Really did. You was that nigga laid up in her mama house. Like, yeah, you went and got money, but by the time your ass got home, half the money wasn't even there. And, and I will say this, at least she got some. But look because what she had to go through to get it. So that, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't worth it. Like, when you look back at how them girls was raised and how she led her lifestyle, God rest her soul. How she lived her life fucked up her kids. All of them, all six of them got problems. And the thing is... Whether they on drugs or not, they all they drink heavy, they all got some type of problem. Especially the oldest boy and the baby girl. And then the baby girl of the oldest three. The baby girl of the oldest three and the baby girl of the last three, they <coughs> like this. So at the end of the day, it's like, I can't allow. I remember my mother. You know I love my mama to death. Go get you a nigga with some money. To but again, think about no. that. That was the but way that they were raised. raised. That's what, but. But that in, didn't work for me. But in most, even now to this day. They still throwing that logic out. Yeah, get you somebody who can take care of you. But that's something that was from way back in the day. Yeah. So like, how about way back? Balance on this shit and take care of each other. But you're still you are supposed to take care of your man. He's supposed to be the protector. You're supposed to be the one who takes care of the home. He's supposed to bring the shit to you so you can multiply. But you, but he's supposed to be the provider. You take care of home. Like dang dash and homes and pull this damn thing up. Black women walked away from religion. A lot of women in general yeah. 
walked away from religion because every religion paints woman as this demonic figure. But you need this demonic figure to produce life. You can't live without her. Whether you're black, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese, whatever, you cannot live without your woman. Your woman holds more power than you. She think better than you. She can multitask better than you. And she can give life without, yeah, she, you know, you're supposed to plant the seed. But she grows. She grows the seed. Your seed ain't shit without that soil. Otherwise, nigga, when your nut come out that motherfucking sack and hit air, it's dead. Simple as that. And and with that being said, I started listening to Pat. Now, I don't follow Islam. No, not at all. But the things that Farrakhan is now saying that Elijah Muhammad was not saying... He but that's because women. But that's because Elijah Muhammad was using women. Yeah. He used his position. Yeah, he said some good shit, he did some good shit, but he used his position to get what he wanted. To get what he wanted. He pulled a nigga move. And when Malcolm found out, he left. He left and exposed his ass for that shit. You didn't have me following you, believing everything. Look what you doing, you Getting good young girls pregnant, you nigga. You're, right. you're a predator. Two, three, I got four, daughters. Five women I got daughters, and they're all young. And you're not taking care of the kids. Had you taken care of the kids, the women wouldn't have told on you. Simple. Malcolm didn't come to him. To them, they came to him. Uh huh. Looking for help because the father was not giving them no help. And the father was the Elijah boy, the honorable Elijah Muhammad. How honorable can you be when this is how you move? So you was a pedophile. Yeah. So with that being said, but when you hear Farrakhan talk, the same thing you were saying about a man can't do nothing without a woman. Mm-hmm. He saying that. He's saying. Yeah, because he understands. He's lived long enough to understand. Elijah Muhammad was not... And he don't fuck with his wife like that. At all. He said he slapped his wife, she slapped his ass back, he ain't do it again. There it is. He learned his lesson. Yeah. Like, this bitch gonna... We gonna be in this bitch fight. Like, I I this ain't gonna be easy. But this ain't that. At all. Get your, get your mind right. Simple as that. And that's what he did. Simple as that. So at the end of the day... Like Farrakhan said, God didn't tell women not to eat the apple. He told Adam not to eat the apple. That wasn't a woman's plight. But we took the brunt of we took the brunt of the blame. Because men don't want to accept responsibility for their, for their actions. actions. You were supposed to lead. She was supposed to follow. By example. By example. She was supposed to follow your example. You were supposed to say, when she came and said, hey, let's eat this, you were supposed to say, no, nah, baby, we can't do that. We right. can eat from over here, but we can't eat here. We got all this around here to eat on. We don't need that. We, we can't touch that. When she came to you naked with that apple and said, baby, let's eat this, you said, all right, fuck it. Let's do this. Simply. Even though that's a bonus ass. Well, of course it's 
some bogus ass story. It was a dumb ass story. But that story was created to make women the scapegoat. The bogus. For everything to make women That's why women demonic. Yeah, to make women demonic. And it's like, no. Like even Lilith. Lilith was the original. She came up from the sand with Adam. No, the fuck, I'm not fucking with you like that, nigga. I know you stupid. I don't need you. We could be, I got the same powers you got, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. We could do this together. Or you going on about your business. Because I'm not doing that. So apparently she got kicked out of the garden to eat. And then up came Eve from his rib. But again, now that I am away from all that shit, yeah, yeah. When you dissect the shit, it sounds stupid as fuck. It sounds, oh my god, and I can't believe that I fell for that bullshit. I never fell for that. That shit never made sense to me. It's like from the real. What? And 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 to say it like this, I never really fell for it, but I followed it because others was following. I will say this, but I always certain shit, questions. certain shit, I follow. Even with being in church at the time. Certain shit I followed, other shit I didn't pay no attention right. to. That shit didn't make no sense to me. And you can't explain it to me. Only thing and you can say to prove me. prove it to me. Only thing, when everything you can say to me is have faith of a mustard seed, mm-hmm. fuck you. That means you lying to me. I don't even fuck with mustard seed. You can't even explain to me what the fuck is going on. So since you can't explain to me what's going on, why do I want to listen to you? Right. You can't show and prove. But this is the thing. You're being taught to teach what they want you to. When motherfuckers truly start breaking down the Bible and you're forced to see the bullshit, that's when it becomes a fight or flight in your mind. You either gonna fight against it or you gonna run away from it because you don't want you don't want to see the truth. Listen, there was a uh... I wouldn't even call him a preacher. He mm-hmm. has a church. Mm-hmm. But he said all these religions, Baptist, Christian, mm-hmm. Muslim, all that, that's, that's all fake. Of course. He said Christianity is not real. All of it. It's a, it's a, a, a control mechanism. He said, and 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 he, he had dude reading it out the Bible like, that ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right. He pointed shit out all the way around. But, and this is one one part of Galatians they never teach. They go all the way around it, but they never touch on it. You know who touched on it? Reverend Haggins. Yeah. When he said that, and, and I went, because I went and looked at that verse, which they try to hide so much, but if you got the original Bible, you can go in the book of Galatians and find it. And that's what you have, you know, he said the Bible that they give you to read, that's not the original Bible. Mm-hmm. He preaches from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And when I say he called them all out, and they were in there listening to all them different religions. Was in there listening. Was in there listening. Yeah. Now that's the one thing I do agree with Stroke on when he be talking about, because like, he like, no, you ain't supposed to be following the New Testament. Supposed to be following the Old Testament. The Old Testament tell you what the fuck is really going on. The New Testament is is the, the it's telling you what you want to hear. It's telling you what you want to hear and telling and you what, what they the want fi- you and what they do. want you to do. But 
Testament, Old Testament. Both written by the council of Nicaea. So it's really, you can't really take none of that shit serious. Exactly. Like, and you like I said. You what you can use from it. And that's it. Like Charleston White said. And I don't even like him all like that. Right, but don't fuck the messenger, get the message. Get the message. And I received the message. And like he said, they didn't write books back then. They actually lived how the fuck they were supposed to live. It wasn't no, oh, I'm about to write this down. All of that shit came two, three hundred years later after this man supposedly walked the earth. What they did was take Aesop's fables and write a book with it. Then when uh, King James came along, he got Shakespeare to rewrite the shit for him. So now all of a sudden they're saying King James was black. No, King James wasn't black. King James was a whole ass white man that was a pedophile, rapist, and the whole goddamn name. The motherfucker that he had painted as Jesus was one of his lovers. So at the end of the day, you can't believe the shit that come from England. They try to put it off on black or try to make it seem like, oh, black folks. No, we were Once not. You never not seen. A couple seen. of years later, they started saying that it was right. Bullshit. I call bullshit. Just like they don't want nobody to know that the Aryan nation was really black people. Mm-hmm. And RZA called that shit out. Yeah. He said, which we learned is years back about the swastika. Yeah. That's actually an African symbol. Yeah. I want to say Kenya. It was either Kenya or Sudan. One of them two. Maybe even Ethiopia. One of them three. But. I don't think it was Kenya because Kenya was Kenya was... I think Kenya further, further... Way further. Yeah. That was like, that was founded in 1930, 40... Okay, so we're going to... white folks. So we're going to go Ethiopia. First of all, none of these names... Are true ...are names. the original names of these places. America is not the original name of this continent. It's Turtle Island. That's why it's turtles all over here. Everywhere ain't got turtles. They got tortoises. Right. But turtles? We got turtles everywhere. You'll find a turtle in the fucking woods. Walking past, you see frogs and turtles. You can pick a turtle up from outside and take it home. If I'm not mistaken, out there, out southern where Brianna's there, they, she found a, a baby turtle. Yeah. Just walking across. Yeah. Mind his own business. But they're out there in that element. And now they're up out of the element because they're tearing everything down to build bullshit. They don't, they, their land, their, their soil is not even solid enough for that shit. You can put all the concrete down you want. That's why they don't, that's why them houses out there don't have basements. Yeah. Certain places they don't have basements. Like if you go to North Carolina, South Carolina, they don't have basements down there. Their soil is not. They no, they got clay down there. It's yeah. not soil, so they have to put a, a, a concrete slab, then build the house 
up top of it. But it will still sink. It'll sink, but the not. the land get wet enough, oh, yeah. that shit's gonna oh, sink. Oh, yeah, but it might take some years. But again, they don't have a basement, so they ain't got to be bothered with the, 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 the foundational issues of having a basement. If you pay attention to any of these new houses now, most of them don't have basements. They got a big ass garage. Right. They don't have no basement. You got to put in, when you get in your house built from the ground up, you got to tell them, no, I want a basement. And you're paying more for that. Oh, yeah. Because they got to do way extra to get that to not and then, you know, and then when you look at a lot of these, especially like with Cleveland House and Network House, they have basements, but their basement, they basement level up. is raised up. Like, not like how this basement level was They're raised basically up. basically on stilts. Yeah, not even on stilts. They basement is still on a, a concrete slab. But it's raised it's up. It's raised up so it's not as they deep the in the ground. They put the slabs in, they put the... Yeah, it's not as deep as it right. used to be. Because some basements is deep. That's why they got dirt floors. Like the house on Clemson. Yeah, dirt floors because that was an original house. They never got the basement, quote unquote, finished. That's why it was concrete down there. And in some spaces, it was dirt. But the soil was different on Quimby. That That's because most of that soil was sand. Mm-hmm. A lot of that land close to the lake. was close to the lake, and they actually brought that shit there to build on. Lake Erie was way bigger than what it was. Yeah. But over the years of trying to... Like, the city didn't change so much within, within this 200 years of existence. And I will say this, me and Brad was talking about this earlier, with the the, the the salt shortage or whatever. Ain't no salt Ain't shortage. Ain't no, no. Because when I was, me and Duke was like that. Yeah. He went and started working for the, for the salt, salt man. Yeah. yeah. And they pay like $40, $50 an hour. Because you up on the lake here. Yeah. yeah. He said, and, and it's massive. It's mm-hmm. massive. He said, because he was trying to get me in on the ground floor to knock down yeah. for administrative assistant, mm-hmm. secretary, yeah. whatever. But then they put a hiring freeze. That's when they started talking that salt shortage. They even had a motherfucker in the, in the, the Cleveland Plain the plane Dealer in the Sunday Magazine. Mm-hmm. They interviewed a black man that worked down in the salt mine. Mm-hmm. And they walked around like, they, he took them like, mm-hmm. all through it. Miles. Yeah. So y'all ain't short on no fucking salt. Y'all just don't want to pay for that shit. Y'all get more money from accidents, insurance claims, all that shit. Y'all, and then, less money that y'all have to fucking spend. Because most of these motherfuckers don't know if you ain't got no fucking insurance when you slide into some shit because of the city. You ain't got insurance to pay for that shit you on top. You ain't getting shit because they're going to say, oh, well, if you ain't got no insurance, you ain't paying. And then what, if you got insurance and they pay, you ain't getting, like, if you fuck up your tires and shit. You're going to get $30, 60 at the most. And it's like, that's fucked up. And most of the suburbs is what got the snow yesterday. Maple, Warrensville, Bedford, 
Oakwood. All of them places got snow. Like I said, when I left here yesterday morning, going to work, wasn't no snow outside. Wasn't no snow in the streets. Once I got to, once I started going up turning, that's when I started seeing the snow actually sticking. Like once I got to Garfield High School, that's when I started looking like, oh shit. Then when I got to turn in Granger and I got off the bus, I was like, oh, it's only out here. Like when Brianna left, well, when Brianna left, uh -huh. I didn't have school yesterday. Right. When Brianna left to come down here to go mm -hmm. in. Oh, yeah. That's when it starts snowing. That's when it starts sticking. I was about to say, it, it didn't. It was snowing, but yeah. it wasn't sticking. It wasn't sticking down here. But out it there. It wasn't sticking up there be, before she left. Mm -hmm. Soon as she put it, you could see the, the build up. Mm -hmm. But one thing I will say about that sorry ass goddamn apartment complex. They had them, they had their own salt truck come through that. Yeah. The, 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 and this is why I say it ain't no salt, salt shortage because the other cities got they salt. Yeah. Ain't no salt shortage. But they told dumbass. To say it was a salt shortage so he No, 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 no. They told him when, when these motherfuckers first started talking about going on strike. Uh-huh. Because he got so much flack about the streets not being done, the last snowstorm. Uh-huh. And they started talking about going on strike. He went to the suburbs and tried to get them to come to it. They said, no, nah, dude. Because they can't, you, Cleveland wouldn't we go help them. We got just enough for our shit. Yeah. We don't have enough workers for our shit to have our shit done on time. But they do better than Cleveland. Any, oh, excuse me. And that's old Any, any freeway or highway that's, that's close to them. They had their shit done. Yeah. This time. No, not they this. Didn't. No, and I'm going to say not this time either. Because the freeways were still fucked up. When Sylvia left work Friday, she texted Jamie and all of them and told them, y'all be careful on this freeway almost spent out. They wasn't sorting them freeways like they fucking supposed to. And that ain't on the cities. That's on the fucking state. That's what I was saying. Y'all are in control of the freeway. Yeah. Old God's supposed to be out that's there. That's state run. That's state run. Y'all supposed to be doing that shit. See, the Cleveland trucks don't do the, the highways. They the do the way. inner cities. Yep, and they barely do that. Depending on... Because remember a few years ago... And the crazy shit is if you live on a hill, they supposed your shit are that's supposed to be done first. When Mama was at McGregor, uh huh, they went through there. Yeah, they didn't first do, and foremost. They didn't do shit else to East Cleveland. They hit that they, damn hill. Yep, that one noble, all of them ones that go. How they don't? That no no yes they do. Do that? Hell yeah they do because that'll cause a massive fucking accident. The way that them hills is in East Cleveland coming down. They have a ma massive accident and they can't pay because they have no hence insurance. Hence why they have somebody to come through and hit them roads. They might not do none of the side streets off of them, but them roads with them hills like Noble and, and, and Lee Road and all of yeah. them, they come down. The way that them hills is, you can't not salt them motherfuckers. Because that's going full speed into Euclid traffic. Yeah. Think about all the motherfuckers hitting Euclid and Noble. 
coming down that goddamn hill sliding and shit. Bop. That's going to be a massive fast pileup. Y'all think that freeway shit was, was crazy. That would be a massive pileup. Buses. Buses. Cars. cars trucks. trucks. Kids walking to school. Crackheads outside trying to sell ass. All that shit right there. That gas station probably would have blew up because everybody would have face first into that bitch. Because that gas station sits right on the fucking corner of Euclid. But here's the thing. Remember a couple of years ago that little girl got killed in these prisons? She got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. She got hit by the police, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, well, that's the police. But what I'm saying is... No, but it was... They... She was coming home from school. But we know East Cleveland ain't got no damn money. We know East Cleveland they ain't, ain't got, got no insurance, insurance, on, their insurance on their cars. They ain't got shit. They're no longer a city. They are a township now strictly because they don't have enough taxpayers to be an actual city. And they still got and somebody went on Facebook and they called that mayor a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. That's how he's able to do what the fuck he yeah. did. But they're coming at the police now. Oh, they've been coming at you see East Cleveland police them built they bullshit so high up that you can't see over the bullshit now, so now everybody is seeing they your bullshit. They arrested the um, the white dude, the lieutenant, mm-hmm. the chief, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They arrested him. They arrested several they, of them. They arrested him first. Then they started going down the mm-hmm. line, picking them off. And that's internal affairs. That ain't got shit to do with the regular right. city. That's internal affairs. They was beating up motherfuckers and taking their money. And Breaking in their house and taking their money. This is the craziest shit. Y'all stole this boy's money that he had from all his family. He wasn't a drug dealer. Right. He had the money from his family. He was going to take the money to the funeral home mm-hmm. to bury his mama. And they and came and took, took that motherfucking money. money. Talk about it was drug money. Talk about it was drug money. That's when the, that's when they flipped the fuck out. Y'all doing too fucking much. Mm-hmm. You thirsty ass cops. Did nobody tell y'all to go be police officers at East Cleveland? Some of them ain't even licensed to be. Who gonna stop? What was that big motherfucker's name? Pac-Man? Yeah. And I don't even know the motherfucker all like he that. He don't even have a license to be a police None officer. of them have. Like they, remember Eric Brewer pointed that shit out. That's why they got rid of And he truly disappeared. They told him to shut the fuck up. If you look, because I, I went searching for him on Facebook, mm-hmm. maybe they just, you know, that name don't even come up. They got rid of his shit because somebody got him... Bam. He was telling too much. I don't even know if he if he's alive, if he's still in Cleveland. He's still alive. We the damn sure heard had he died. They just made a big thing about it. Like, oh, because again, the whole scandal. We done heard about that whole scandal. They'd been talking about that shit had he been dead. Oh my god. The mayor that they, they got caught cross dressing. That's what we'd have heard. But half you motherfuckers NEC cross dressing and fags. How the fuck y'all mad cause y'all mayor is doing some shit on this free time? He didn't do that shit on the damn company's time. These motherfuckers is doing shit on y'all dad. And let him tell it he was on his way to a damn Halloween, uh, Halloween party. party. But because... But he didn't do nothing wrong. Again. But that was on Art McCoy, too. Them self-righteous ass niggas. Because he called you out on your bullshit. Everybody calling you out on your shit. Or, or, I didn't say, I been knew you was bullshit. You talk about that black power shit with your baby mama's a young Puerto Rican. I seen you with her leaving the fucking hospital when you had the baby a few years back at university. 
he carrying the motherfucking carrier and she is a, a chunky ass Puerto Rican girl. Who else will fuck with it? He about 90. And on that note, y'all, again, we coming at y'all hard this season. We not holding no shit punches. back. Y'all, calling everybody we, out this fucking Yeah, up. we calling it all out. We throwing it all on the table this season five, and we about to get live than a motherfucker. So stay tuned. We coming back. We'll be once a week. Every Saturday night, we coming for you. We coming to you. We bringing it, and we bringing the heat. Peace out. Peace. Hey.